Pulp-MX Network production. Pulp-MX fans, we're 550-plus shows and counting thanks to your support of our sponsors. Get the Pulp-MX app for iOS and Android today. Save money with discount code PULPMX at BTOsports.com and click the Amazon banner on PULPMX.com for all other online purchases. It's the BTOsports.com Steve Mackles Show, presented by Fox Racing on RacerXOnline.com. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Thanks, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com. Use the code PULPMX when you're checking out to save yourself money. Davey Millsaps on the BTO Sports KTM team along with Justin Brayton, Andrew Short. Anything you need for your biker body, BTOsports.com has it. they got OEM parts as well and uh, all the latest gear, all the latest trick stuff they have it. Mobile phone friendly. Great international shipping rates at BTOsports.com. And Fox Racing, of course, uh, who knows? Uh, who doesn't know Fox Racing? Continuing the relentless pursuit to innovate and elevate. Check out the full line of 2016 products, including the Next Level Up and High Performance Race, where the Flex Air, developed by Fox directly with Dungey and Roxon. Flex Air allows unrestricted mobility in the bike uh, with Fox's True Motion 4-Way Stretch Fabric. Go to foxhead.com. If your local dealer doesn't carry Fox, you should probably get a new local dealer. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mathis. Um, Still have jet lag, still fresh back from Sofia, Bulgaria, where there was two nights of Supercross racing going on over there for the first time ever in Bulgaria. And uh, with me on the line, a guy that uh, probably uh, more sore than I am, more jet lag than I am, because he actually raced the damn thing. He is the auto trader JGR Wiener Schnitzel rider, Filthy Phil Nicoletti. What's up, Phil? Uh, oh, not much. Yeah, just trying to get the old body in check from uh, I know. Yeah, the, the time zones and stuff. Jeez. Yeah, start getting in the flow of Bulgaria, and then all of a sudden, you know, yeah, you uh, get kicked out, and you have to come back to the States and readjust all over again. Yeah, it is. It's tough. You know? And you, too, you hurt it's, your ankle. So how's that? How's the yeah. ankle? Uh, it's it's okay. I mean, obviously, it's sore, and, you know, flying didn't help it, and, you know, it swelled up a little bit, and then sitting around in Munich Airport for five hours, it was just, that part of it was rough, but the actual, being in Bulgaria and stuff, that was, yeah. that was a good time, so. I was actually surprised. You had told me this was only your second ever European race, uh, and I figured you'd hit you know the German series here and there or whatever over the years. You've kind of been a working man's motocross guy, but I'm, I'm surprised. But anyways, what was the other race you did, and uh, and why have you only done two races over there? Uh, I don't know. Just I guess it all comes down to the you know uh, the promoter. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, I guess certain promoters have their certain types of guys they like to bring over and stuff like that. Um, but I was fortunate enough. Uh, this year that Eric Bernard um, invited me over to do Bulgaria, which I was pretty stoked about. So mm-hmm. it was really good. And, um, I tried to do the Enduro Cross thing with him as well, but that was a full-on <laughs> failure. So um, I'm glad I got to, you know, hang out with him and talk a little bit about it. And hopefully he'll invite yeah. me just more. And then, um, you know, I did uh, uh, Sweden last year in oh, Stockholm okay. you went with st- uh, yeah. Jim Holly. Right. Yep. Yep. So he put that one on. And, uh, yeah, Mr. Spencer, uh, my mechanic, uh, Spencer Bloomer, we went over there last year and did that. And that was a good time. But, uh, 
you know, this one uh, in Bulgaria was much more, uh, I don't know, sophisticated for us. Like we, they shipped, uh, the team shipped the bikes. Mm-hmm. It was just like the same exact thing I had been practicing on. It was actually my practice bike from outdoors that, uh, um, Spencer just freshened up and, you know, made it look brand new. So that mm-hmm. was cool. And then when I went to Sweden, yeah, I just brought suspension and everything. And then, uh, Spencer just built whatever I had there, but I just ran a stock bike. So, right. um, Which... this is actually legit. It's funny. I've been coming to, I've been going to Europe for a long time, you know, I've been as a mechanic or even now as a media guy, and I've seen mm-hmm. this switch. It used to be, I mean, McGrath rode a stock bike, you know what I mean, with, with pipe mm-hmm. silencer, cylinder, and whatever, you know, uh, suspension. And then now, and then four-stroke stuff, I remember some guys would bring heads over and some cams, um, and then, you know, a muffler and suspension and clamps. Suspension clamps and handlebars, that's a must, must all the time. But I've noticed yeah. in the last five years, like, you guys are not fooling around. Full race bikes, full deal. And there's good and bad to it, but it's it's gotten to be a little different different level. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't if if it was me, I wouldn't agree with uh, bringing a head or you know different cam and this and that. Because trust me, I'm not putting that shit in on myself. Well, you no, know? you bring a mechanic, of I, course. You bring, yeah, yeah you but I mean, a... if you don't have a mechanic, you know, you're kind of you're SOL, you know. Like well, who doesn't have a mechanic? With... Did you not get one in Scott, in Sweden? Of course, you did. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. But I, I mean, I had to bring it. I mean, if it wasn't for Mr. Spence, like uh, I mean, I just do <laughs> suspension and, and and clamps. You right. know, I'm not doing anything else. Like, I mean, it's it's actually a lot of work. I mean, it's. I mean, like I said, we were pretty fortunate to be able to ship the bike. It was is easy. Yeah, I like going took it out of the crate and bolted on handlebars and front wheel, and she's ready to go. Going from your oh. Sweden experience to this weekend in Bulgaria, I mean, how much better is it having your bike? Oh, it's 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 way better. Yeah. I mean, it like, you know, you didn't even have to plan the day around building your bike because mm-hmm. it was already done, you know? Like, we just shown up, and it, it was there, like, in the crate, ready to go. Right. You know? Um, you know, and that was the same way. Weston's bike was the same. Um, Mookie you know, shipped Malco- his. Yeah, yeah, Mookie's was the same, but the only one that didn't was Brayton. Yeah. Um, so they had to pull the motor, put suspension on the whole nine, but... Um, oh, yeah, oh, okay, so it, Brayton had a race motor yeah. with him? Brayton had a race motor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bray, Bray, Brayton had a race motor, yep. Um, That's a lot of work. But yeah, it, it's, yeah it, it is a lot of work, but yeah, you know, when you ship it, it just makes it that much more easier, and, you know, the stress level's a lot easier, and you could, like, even leaving um, Bulgaria, like, Sunday after the races, like, it was like an hour maybe to create all three mm-hmm. bikes up, and then... And then get the hell out of Dodge so we could go to the after party. But <laughs> other than that, it was you know it just makes life so much better. I know a few times I've done Bercy and Tomac and Barsha have had their full Geico bikes there, or full Honda bikes, and then like Weimer's got a, a you know a bike that he just put on a muffler or whatever or Chisholm, and you can see the difference mm-hmm. coming out of turns. I mean, obviously those guys are great riders and everything else, but you can see a stalker versus you know a full modded race bike coming out of turns and everything else. It, it is a little unfair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like as as you can tell, like uh, even this past weekend, like I lost a whole shot to a stock husky with no whole shot device. So yeah, get into that. Anything's possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's it, it it does make life a lot easier. You know what I mean? Especially right. if it's the same bike you've been riding all year. So it definitely has its benefits for sure. You know, I, I've, I've I've written this. I've said this over and over. I've talked about it uh, in my column um, and all this. I don't know why any racer any of you guys would ever turn down one of these races like and it happens all the time like phil when i worked for red dog 
he would turn down 60k all day long and just be like, nah, I'm good. And I talked to Weston. Mookie's doing all four. You know, he's doing Bulgaria, Genoa, mm-hmm. Geneva, and and uh, Lille. Um, and and Weston's doing a couple. And everybody else, um, you know, they're, they're they're trying to get Brayton does it. Brayton's made an God, Brayton's probably made half a million dollars over the years. Mm-hmm. And, and you talk mm-hmm. about wanting to do more. If As long as it's not you know coming up to Anaheim, I would never turn these dudes down. This is like free money. And on top of that, it's four days out of your life. And you get to also you get racing. There's no replacement for racing. You get to travel the world, see these things, life experiences. I just I don't get these guys that turn, turn these races down. I don't understand it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, for me, I, I don't understand why you would. But um, I guess some people. I mean, maybe they really don't need the money. You know. I mean, I don't know. I maybe guess they, you know. They but... made that much money, and they're just like, ah, screw it. But um, I could see why maybe you know top five type guys aren't going to do it or podium type guys because they, they really don't okay. benefit in traveling over there. You know what okay. I mean? But okay. So there's there's five six, guys that maybe would, I could understand. Yeah, but from yeah. From six through you know twelfth or whatever, those types of guys, like yeah, you'd be stupid not to go. Yeah. You know, I mean it. You know, and like I said, Eric Bernard and uh, the Rashkoff family, like they treated all of us super well going over there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and Eric's legit on how he runs his um, his events and stuff like that. So yeah. it's kind of you know you you do maybe have to kind of be on the the the, the end with it um, because I you know maybe he does take certain types of people that he likes or whatever. Well, yeah. He's no, had good there, experiences. There is some of that. Especially with, yeah, with Mookie and Brayton and stuff. I mean, especially Brayton, like you said, I mean, he's he's done this stuff for how many years now? And, you know, he's he's got it down to a science, and, and he actually enjoys it. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, like you said, gate time, you, you can't beat it because it still is, you know, even though there was four or five of us, you know, on the gate, um, that could be to the first corner first. Like, it's still a race-type situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though it was only like a 15-yard start, I didn't care. I got the whole shot Saturday night, and it still felt like I, I don't know, whole shot at A1 or something because there still was legit guys. So, oh, yeah. yeah, and um, uh, it, it, It's got its benefits for sure. So one of the reasons that you and Wesson went, uh, I'm sure, was Stoyan Roshkov is this Bulgarian guy that lives in America, trains with JGR, sort of buys a program to help him, you know, get better and succeed as a racer. And his family, right, owned this shipping company. Mm-hmm. And they put on the race. Yep. His brother Nicky was the sort of the, the point man of the whole thing. Stoyan raced, um, and yeah, I met the dad, and I met Stoyan, and and, and Nicky, the brother, he was awesome, first class, and um, that's sort of how this whole thing started. They want to elevate Supercross in Bulgaria, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean that, that that's the plan for them. Um, Brownie had said he had been to Bulgaria for a GP back in the day or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but as far as Supercross, it, uh, it it was the first event and it was a hell of an event, um, without a doubt. I mean, it for for me and I mean especially for you, I think um, it was really low key. Everything was planned out. You had your shuttles, you know, go running back from the hotel mm-hmm. to the stadium. Like it was very basic, and they and they treated us awesome. But um, as far as Stoyan, he is uh, yeah, it was his first his first Supercross race, and um, it was a pretty big deal for him over Dude, there. In opening uh, ceremonies, he came out with the Bulgarian flag and everything. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And his dad <laughs> his dad's a part of uh, like a. I don't know, a biker gang, I guess you can say. He's part of, like, some fleet or whatever. And they had these, these older guys out there revving up their Harleys and stuff. It's actually pretty bad. I thought I was but... in, like, a Sons of Arnarchy uh, skit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, I, yeah. Bike gang guys. I was like, yeah. what? 
Yeah, I was like, what the hell is going on right now? But it, it was pretty cool. I mean, and for him, that was, you know, that's going to be a lifelong moment. And oh, yeah. That forever, you know, and um, and he's getting ready for the Arena Cross Series. And, you know, he lives in Charlotte and he, tra- you know, trains up the JGR track. And, um, you know, Coy built him a super, uh, not a super cross track, but an Arena Cross track and to get ready for the event and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he he learned a lot as well, and you know he'll use that because he's going to do the arena cross stuff and just try and get better. I mean that's all. It's all just a learning experience. So he uh, so the bike gang lines up on both sides of the concrete. They got their jackets on. They got custom Harleys. Everything else, and they, they look rough. Some of them looked rough. Um, <laughs> I like know. like I wouldn't want to mess with some of these dudes. So then they line up and then they play the anthem and they do all this and then Stoyan comes out like Rocky with the flag over him and people are. <laughs> cheering and like he comes out and like it's you're like wow that's, that's pretty awesome it was it was a cool deal <laughs> so i know and i i think uh and uh and mr uh rashkoff he's like uh obviously they, he does really well for himself with the shipping company and mm-hmm. he is part of this game like i don't know if that's like part of his like bulgarian mob type deal or, or <laughs> what, it, 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 it might be I, i'm not sure it kind of looked like it because some of the like Three or four of them look like they would cut my throat, no problem. <laughs> no, easy, um, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> they, um, I, they were going to be our bodyguards if we went out Friday night, supposedly. Oh, we were geez. thinking about it while you were still sleeping. Like, yeah. oh, you can't go out without a bodyguard. We're just like, okay. And we're like, well, who would be the bodyguard? You know, and I guess they were saying like one of those biker guys or something. I'm just like, oh, nice. Oh. You know, kind of, kind of sketchy, but <laughs> is what it is. But yeah, it was, it was good for him. I, I was pumped to, mm-hmm. to see that and him enjoy it. You know, he was, he was shitting bricks obviously because he was super nervous and he's seen all of us. Uh, you know, yeah. USA guys there, and he knows who we are and stuff like that. But yeah, like I said, it, he'll remember that forever, and it's pretty cool. Can we talk about how you said that he had the three out in the rhythm section all day long, and then I watched him absolutely <laughs> weed himself on it? <laughs> Good job, Phil. Yeah, I told him like he he could do he could do it easily, and I wouldn't have him do something that he would hurt himself on or anything like that. And, and sure as shit, um, he did it three times in a row, and then the fourth time he just augered himself. Oh, that was it. Oh, I know I, I felt bad, and uh, yeah, because I told him because the the two three, I was like, no way, no way, you're gonna yeah. you know you'll, you'll hurt yourself. But the two three, yeah, and then uh, yeah, three two, you mean, yeah, three two. You said yeah, don't yeah, do the three, three two, two, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I said, you, you'll get hurt, but two, three all day. And he crashed on that, and then I almost crashed on the three, two. So it goes to show you my skill level as well. But, yeah. Um, but, uh, you, so, cool. yeah you, you got the whole shot in the first night, and uh, and then you led him maybe a couple laps, and then you come around the left mm-hmm. turn. You drag your foot coming out of the turn. You go to put your foot on. You hit neutral. You almost die on the three, which you cased yep. it. You can't, you, I'm not kidding you. Another six inches lower and you are going right over the bars like it is going to be yeah. ugly and then you, yep. you you bounced off the top like excite bike off the third one and then there was a double <laughs> and your feet came off from the save and then your ankle you did your ankle in there somewhere like again and dude that was it was you it was ugly I don't know, but whoever those pictures that uh, that that Anton got, he needs to delete every single one of those because I just look like an absolute squirrel. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; like it was a pretty novice move, but like I I tried well, you, to pull it out. Yeah, well, you, you hit know, neutral. I mean, you hit neutral, so like, yeah, whatever. yeah, I know. But still, it kind of kind of sucked because I I felt like it would have been a a pretty good main. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I was I felt okay, but um, you know, obviously, in order to pass somebody, you really had to. 
you know, punt somebody. So I'm sure I would have got a well, would have gotten a front wheel on me or something. But you had beaten um, Pike in the bracket race earlier. Yeah, yeah, he tried to saw my front end off. He did. Um, he did. Uh, after the after the three two that we were just talking about. Um, so then the next lap, I was just like, "All right, prick, I'm just going to cut in inside <laughs> on every corner," so he couldn't run it in. And then uh, then he was complaining. I was just dodging all over the track, but it's pretty oh, basic you were, what I was doing. So. Yeah, well, you were you, um, like you said, you saw him coming in to break your tip fib, and you were like, "Okay, yeah. cool, I'm just going to stick to the insides on on the entrances, exactly. and all the entrances exactly. I'm sticking to the inside and everything else." So yeah, yeah, so oh. yeah, so that, that so that part was cool, and then mm-hmm. I, yeah, I ended up losing the bracket race to to JB, but uh, yeah. It, it was good. Um, there was definitely a lot of positives for Saturday. So, except for the uh, the near death experience when I seen God waving his hand in front of my face, um, <laughs> but it was okay. So and you, uh, I survived on Sunday. Didn't get a start. Worked your way up to fourth, and the other three were gone. Mookie, Brighton, and and, uh, and uh, Pike were gone. Um, yeah. I've been to a ton of these races, like I said, over my career uh, of covering these, and, and as a mechanic, and I don't know if I've ever seen such a drastic difference in speed between even the dudes in the main i mean never mind the heat races they brought a bunch of german riders a french guy there was a belgian guy uh but there was a a race going on in holland that attracted some really good guys and bulgaria is pretty far away um but there were you guys Mm -hmm. had some lappers and there were some dudes that like and also too we should point out that i guess for the track build there was a real life triple and and that kind of had to go um because they were worried so track was very basic and this skill level was was like i said probably the most drastic i've seen in an overseas race yeah it was there's definitely uh definitely some conflict with that um i mean the track when i first seen pictures it seemed okay the finish line was i don't know maybe 55 feet and then uh, <laughs> yeah, if that right you know i think yeah i think uh well no this is before they fixed oh, it, oh, it oh. 55 feet and then they knew like the type of like I feel like I'm talking shit on them, but I'm really not. But, no, but no, um, it's super cool. Yeah, so these guys so don't knew, get. Yeah, exactly. So they knew the skill level. So it went from 55 feet to 40 feet, and then they, you know, they left it at 40 feet, and then they ch- had to change the landing because the landing was too steep. Um, and then it was basically just like a little knoll for landing mm-hmm. and then the supercross triple, like they tried moving it in, but then they're just like, God, oh, it's still kind of sketchy. So then like they made it a, a single table basically. So you Which... couldn't really case it and there was no landing. So even when we were jumping, it, it still kind of hurt just to land. Well, I was going to say it's like a... you're landing out flat. They changed you know? the injury. They changed the face. The face was made for a steep landing. And yeah, then, and exactly. then they didn't change the face. I think maybe they ran out of time, but they, you know, Schaefer tracks was there actually by Shane Schaefer and his guys. Um, and then they ended up with the, with the nub. And so you guys were dropping out of the air into this, under this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it hurt because it was a proper super cross face triple. And then like, basically we were landing on flat and we had actually, you know, legit super cross suspension on. So it just, it actually, it really hurt, but some of the guys had supercross suspension, but it was leaning, I think, more toward the outdoor side <laughs> of suspension. So they needed to, um, you know, obviously make it sort of basic for them. And yeah. um, it, it still had its technical spots. Like it, it was actually pretty slippery. But yeah, for us with actual SX stuff, it was like uh, yeah. almost a little bit, a little bit overboard for us. Like we could have definitely could have got away with some outdoor stuff <laughs> you guys were into lappers in the heat races in like two laps it was 20 22 second long track and um yeah and, and lappers in about lap two mm-hmm. yeah the heat races was actually pretty bad because it did have a lot of slower guys in mm-hmm. it and then the main event you know got rid of 
some of the guys, so it was actually a little bit better. Like it kind of seemed yeah. like they were doing a little bit more, but yeah, at the same time, and um, you know, the, some of the German guys were coming off and they were dead tired. Like I mean, they were smoked after a you know eight lap heat race on twenty second you know second track. So I mean, they uh, they they did the best they can. Like, I don't want to you know no, bash I, on them too much, no, but they. Uh, I'm the one who brought it up. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not like Weston who's just going to go well, rip one of them a new one. You that know? was my next. That was my next thing. So Weston wins the main event and then he goes over and the guy next to us, whose name was Phil, right? That was our Phil. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, Weston goes over to the German Phil and just rips into him, <laughs> and, then, and then you're like, "Come on, bro!" Like right in front of the. Yeah. You're like, "Stop I, it." I know. I, I told the, I told the guy to tell him to f off. You know. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> It's like, come on, we're, it, it's hard because the track was so tight. You know, I'm sure uh, maybe the kid did get in the way, but Weston's got to realize sometimes, like, come on. You know, can it's we, not like you're racing for a million dollars out there. Can we talk you know? about Weston a little bit? Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> this guy is so – this guy is a 10 on the – this guy is an 11 out of 10 on the inappropriate scale. Yeah, yeah, he's. What's he's, wrong with him? What's wrong with him? Yeah, I, I have no no idea. He's just got zero filter, zero. <laughs> I mean, whatever whatever he says, he doesn't think about it or anything. Doesn't process in that brain of his. It just comes <laughs> right on out the mouth. He said you know, he said he, things and did things wrong. Like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? I don't, I don't know. It's just yeah. I don't know how many times I called him an idiot this weekend, but it's just like I, I don't even think he understands what he says sometimes. I'm just like, dude. He's telling you, you, know. you disgraced America, and you're like, shut up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Ah, uh, meanwhile, he squirrels out just as much as me at times. Oh like, yeah. He's, He's he's a hypocrite, you know. It's it's always somebody else's fault when it comes to Weston. Always, <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah, he's a he's a piece of work. You know what? I, sure. I liken him to no like uh, I liken him to like J Bone and Coy. What they need to do, like he's a great rider, he's had a great season, everything else. What they need to do mm. is seriously keep him away from everybody, sponsors, fans. Have him in a cage, and you just yep. unlock the cage when it comes time to race, and you put and you just yep. say Weston, race, like go, and then afterwards I, you throw him some raw meat and throw him back in the cage. Yep, I, I agree hundred percent. Yeah, he's uh, you gotta you gotta watch where you bring him and stuff because uh, <laughs> yeah, my might not turn out very good. He's yelling, but, he's yelling, nah, yeah. yeah. He's okay. He he puts on a gnarly front, mm-hmm. you know, this nap. But like when it's he, he and I one on one, he's actually he, he's cool. Like he's he's mellow. You can have a you know appropriate mm-hmm. conversation with him and stuff like that. But like when he gets around other people and he gets revved up, it's just like yeah, all right, dude, have at it. Do whatever you're gonna do. Hey, and then you know? I heard some Barsha stories. You're the most normal one over there. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, we're all we're all messed up in our own way. But yeah, it's. Uh, there's definitely no dull moment uh, right. in the semi for sure. Uh, even at the shop, like there's there's always some smart ass remark being said or some inappropriate <laughs> comment that's being blurted out. Um, yeah, yeah. Good thing there's no videos around all the time because it wouldn't be good. Well, there's you know? a couple of videos I saw that are floating around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That like those exactly. Right. So it's a. Uh, but yeah, it's it it keeps it fun, you know. Like right. I said, there's never a dull moment, whether it's good or bad, or you know, it's uh, it keeps it interesting and you know keeps the stories rolling in for sure. Um, you okay? So let's talk about you losing on American Motocross Legend. Ah, so Mike, you know how many people? I, you know, you know how many people have already brought up to me. Hey, so what happened between you and Mike Brown? <laughs> you know, I heard you guys got into. It. I'm just like, holy <laughs> shit. 
I know. And like, I was also, uh, I was also making fun of uh, Anton's scarf at the after party on, on Twitter. And so now he says he's getting a bunch of tweets and texts about like, what's up? What, like, what were you doing? Like, it was just, a, uh, it was just, I, I got to realize maybe like I should not be doing that kind of stuff, but, um, <laughs> Oh, I don't care. But so Brownie shows up. You know, he's Eric and Brownie have been going to races together since like literally since like ninety one or something. And yep. um, Brownie shows up, and he's not you know he's not full time Supercross guy, but this track was definitely in Brownie's capabilities, um, as was the speed and everything of the other guys. But uh, Brownie shows up on he's husky. No sus- suspension doesn't show up. And his gear, he, yep. he has borrowed some Fox boots. He wears A-stars normally. Borrowed some Fox boots for practice. Uh, no suspension, bone, no pipe, bone stock Husky 450. And he goes out in the heat race, and he pulls the massive hole shot with you against you. And you come in off the heat, and you just freak out. You just lose it. <laughs> Why? I didn't freak out. Dude, you were pissed. I, I, you I, were pissed. I, I, was, I was pissed, but not at Brown. I was pissed at... Uh, <laughs> Who was the old guy that promoted the guy that was running the gates and stuff? What, what oh, was his Mike name? Hathaway. Yeah, Mike Hathaway. I told him because on Friday I seen that. I go, man, you can watch the guys just drop the gate, you know, from the inside. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, no, there's no way. There's no way. And then I was just like, all right, man, I go, that's fine. Well, right. you know, sure enough, <laughs> the gate drops for our heat race. And like, and I had an awesome start. Like, everything <laughs> executed really well. And I look out of the corner of my eye and like, I see a white bike. And I'm just like, son of a gun. <laughs> and sure enough, it was, it was Brownie up. Uh, yeah, he he ripped he, the hole. You you know, no hole shot device, no nothing. He just watched the guy because if you watch Brownie and Enduro Cross, he like rolls the gate, okay, and then he just gooses it. Well, he rolled the <laughs> gate and he could watch the guy drop the gate, and he was just gone. <laughs> and uh, I came off the track, and I was just like, "Yeah, that shit's not happening again." So I went up and I told that halfway guy, I told him it was going to be an issue. You know, he's just like, "Oh, well, I don't know how to fix it." And I was just like, "I was like, well, put up a friggin' piece of cardboard or something." You know, he goes, he goes, "Oh, okay." And then like he's testing it out after they got the cardboard up, and he's literally like humping the gate. You know, like practicing, like he's sitting on the bike. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, "Hey, dude, um, not for nothing, but we're not that close up to the gate. You know, yeah. like, we're back another four feet. There's no nothing, and, uh, nothing on the back for your wheel, so you can do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Exa- yeah, exactly. So you can roll that sucker back ten feet and just hold it wide open and dump the clutch and just rip it up through there. There's no backstop. Well, um turns out like during the bracket racing like i knew they didn't fix it all the way so i was lining up to the inside and i could watch the guy drop the gate because it was just an open box the cardboard didn't do shit <laughs> um and then for the last and then i got screwed for the last bracket race um they, they put you know, it they, they, they put stopped up, you yeah, from, yeah hay bales yeah they put up some hay bales and stuff and then uh yeah you couldn't line up on the inside um and then uh yeah they also put the hay bales up like four high so you just couldn't see inside the box period which it only took him eight races to figure that out, but uh, well, it was, uh, but you were okay. you were dropping f bombs and then saying brownie after them, like you you know, and then and brownie was like, "What's up?" And I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I just said effing Mister Brown. That was it. You know, he just <laughs> he's yeah, a he just yeah, he just pulled a you know 
veteran move and went to the inside, and I should have been smart enough to do that. But, yeah, it's been a while since I got hole-shotted by a guy on a stock bike (laughs) with no hole-shot device. So that just makes it worse. And then something else happened along the way, and he Brown even said, are you you, going to yell at me, Phil, or something? Yeah. (laughs) So he was buying into that, too. Uh, (laughs) He's he's a good dude. Not like he hasn't yelled at his fair share of people in the day, you know? I know, right? And then we got got Weston yelling at German Phil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, no, even Brownie yelled at uh, I thought he was going to fight some German guy uh, down on the line. I guess uh, Brownie lined up to the inside, and then uh, okay. the German guy was just like, no, no, it's it, that's that's my gate. And then, like, Brownie's eyes just lit <laughs> up, and his face went beat red. And I thought he was just going to go psycho and stab the guy in the throat or something. I was just like, holy shit. And then uh, Brownie yelled some F-bombs at him, and then he just got stuck on the outside. But what? Okay, um, so Brownie, he didn't get the gate. He didn't end up getting the gate? Yeah, he, he didn't end up getting the gate. Yeah, he had, he had to line up on the on the outside. Um, so, yeah, but I feel uh, like I feel like Mike Brown has the capability inside of him of, to lose it. Like I feel oh, like he's, yeah. a, he's a tightly Just wound guy, right? Yeah, <laughs> and look at him. I'm sure. He, yeah, he's a light switch. It's actually pretty gnarly when he like gets all pissed off like he'll just i'm pretty sure he'd kill somebody there's no doubt about it you know <laughs> no um, yeah, like you said he's, he's got, got a temper he does uh, all right let's take a quick yeah. commercial break here on the btosports.com racer x podcast presented by uh fox race and listen to this commercial from race tech race tech suspension the privateer choice use the code pulpamex 15 to save yourself money at race tech and michelin michelin's got a brand new tire out whatever you think thought of michelin tires before this one will erase everything that you know it's michelin starcross 5 hard medium soft sand uh 15 less weight and michelinmotorcycle.com check them out michelin starcross 5 and uh, 21 different sizes across the range let's listen to, listen to this commercial come back with filthy phil nicoletti Hey, thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Race Tech people, Racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over 30 years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with Race Tech. Trust me on this. There's more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to, uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you... And probably 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for Race Tech. I guarantee you. Freeze, Gilmore, some of the guys just using uh, Race Tech Privateer Proven, they work with uh, Ben Lim- also, they're back with Ben LeMay, and uh, they offer a full line of Racetech high-performance springs. These springs are called high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10% at uh, Racetech? Go to PulpMX2015 when you order. You can save 10% at Racetech.com, and they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast, and we thank you guys. All right, back to the show. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And what's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the 
MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. And it's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension and tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage, so uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires, and they know what they're doing. All right, and we're back on the BTOsports.com. Eraser Expo. We didn't actually go anywhere, Phil. We, we stayed on the Yeah, I got that. Right. I got that. Um, Phil Nicoletti, Bulgarian Supercross. Uh, hey, as far as Bulgaria itself, we went out to uh, a restaurant on Saturday night, and we went to a nightclub on Sunday night. But other than that, I, and I didn't do anything on Friday. I fell asleep, and you, you were bagging on me for that, which rightfully so. I deserve it. But yep, yep. Um, it was kind of a depressing city a little bit, right? I mean, again, we didn't see all that much, but to me, I was like, ooh, this place looks rough. I do not want to get off the beaten path here. Yeah, it was kind of, uh, yeah, I guess obviously there are some parts that are nice and some parts that are kind of sketchy. I don't know if we were really, like, in the sketchy part or what. Yeah, but, I don't uh, know. But just the buildings, yeah, you know but, what I mean? The buildings yeah, and stuff. Yeah, they look, they, they look run down. But even in, like, Berlin and Germany and stuff, everything's kind of, like, run down. Like, I just think that's, like, that. You know the European type look in that like right. know, that area. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of um, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of sketchy times. But we still went to some nice. But that one place we went to, uh, Victoria's. I mean, sounds like a strip club, but it was uh, uh, that was a badass restaurant. Can we talk you know? about? Um, yeah, we went to the Italian restaurant and uh, Nikki paid, which was the best part. Uh, the yep. cheesecake was phenomenal. Um, yeah, and can we talk about the chicks in there? What? Oh my God! What was going on with the? There was so many hot chicks. It was unbelievable. I know there, there was actually quite a few hot chicks in that. I don't beats me, but I, you can tell how you know that the good-looking ones were there because that was a. I don't know if it was a pricey play. I guess it was pricey, but there's a Lambo outside, and you know it's kind of tucked away up in the woods. But yeah, the place was phenomenal. Um, that's that's where you go and take your. You could you could take Pookie there one time. I'm sure she'd really enjoy it. But uh, um, um, as, yeah, the women were phenomenal. Dude. I couldn't believe it. And then of course I tweet Unreal. out. That, and then I tweet out that the uh, that they were um, um, they were checking us out, and yep. uh, and then you yeah. get a Snapchat from your chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geez. I got I got. I really got to. I, I really got to be like. Uh, like I got to watch this stuff. Like people. people oh, actually, no, she, 
she doesn't care. I mean, that's fine. I mean, they really were eyeing me up. I mean, not oh. so much you, but me, yeah. Um, Pizza was good. The but, cheesecake was so good, and it was free. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm pumped I got my souffle because I was going to be kind of gutted because <laughs> it finally yeah. came out 15 minutes later after you guys all ate and stuff. Typical but, uh, Phil. We were we were laughing about the souffle, and you ordered it, and like, nobody cared or nobody mentioned it, but it came out. No. Um, no, fine. Yeah, it was good. But it wasn't as good as that cheesecake. I'll tell you that right uh, now. That yeah. Unreal. And, uh, Unreal. And you want to watch for whole shotting the main event on Saturday. So. Yep, yeah, which, um, it, as you informed everybody, it broke on me when I went to put it on. It's like nothing good can happen for you, Phil. Like no, no, nothing no, good can ever happen. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, whatever good happens, it's always followed up by something <laughs> shitty. So it's just like I don't even – like I don't even take in the stuff that happens to me. That's good, it's just because I know it's just going to get, uh, <laughs> you know, washed away in the dirt or whatever. Something so, else, yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, it was nice. It was cool. That, cool that you won something, and then of course you got your start money, right? So that's that's all good. Um, yep. You were also upset yeah. at Brayton. That was another thing that was going on. You're upset at Brayton. Um, like, you're the only guy that got upset with – well, I know Weston got upset with people, but um, – uh, That's funny. And uh, um, yeah. so what did Brayton – you felt Brayton – Brayton did come in kind of hot. It looked like he – No. He he came in hot, but I had the edge on him. You know what I mean? Like, I had the start, and they had an inside bump, like, um, you know, like a track marker because they didn't have flags. And obviously the hay bales were moved in a little bit, but uh, – but, yeah, he just went straight for that little dirt mound thingy, and he hit the dirt mound, and just, like, the number 10 took flight and just, like, bumped into me. <laughs> and I was just like, you son of a gun. And, like, I knew it, and I came off, and I just told him that was kind of BS. But, like, in a jokingly manner kind of, not like a right, full-on, right. like, I, I'm going to kill well, you type deal. But uh, he's like, well, what am I supposed to do, let you go around me? I'm like, well, I don't know. Don't cut the first corner. You know? he, he told me, he's um, like, I think Phil's kind of mad at me. Oh my God, he'll be all right. <laughs> I could have used that extra point, you know. Well, if he didn't get that extra point, he would have lost to Weston, I think. Yeah, so. yeah, that's exactly he, it. He yeah. needed it. Yeah, he yeah. fell uh, fell on on Saturday night's main. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he can uh, he can thank me later. Josh Hansen's give a shit meter for being there. <laughs> How high was it? Do you think? <laughs> oh my God, he just does not care. Oh, he he, he was just he was just there to have fun and yep. hang out. He's not. Not like the the old style Hanny, you know, that he used to be or the stories I hear, but he just like, he's a piece of work. Because I, I haven't really, I've ne- actually, that's a lie, I've never talked to him really. Oh, yeah. Except for we, we had some uh, few choice words at Anaheim 1 in 2013. Okay. Yeah, on the LCQ. LCQ. You remember, like, and then he cleaned out that, I mm. mean, hate to bring up bad stories, but that Alex yeah. Ray. Yeah, oh, oh, same race. Yeah. Same race. Yeah, okay. same race. So, yep. Um, so the last time I re- talked to Hanny, like, I, Last last thing I said, I was I was going to cut your throat or something like that. So <laughs> that was, those are the last words until this weekend. And yeah, it was a cool. He's a cool dude, but he just yeah, he did not care. And then he didn't know that um, the hot lap was for gate pick in the main. <laughs> right, um, right. So <laughs> he was just stuck on the outside every time. And then right. he was just yeah, because he was goon riding and he was whipping he it. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Looking at us while he's blitzing through the roof right. and stuff. Like he just. Yeah, he, no. he did not care. Wow, hey, anything. yeah, no. what, it's 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 a different handy. It's a peaceful handy now, right? Did you so, <laughs> yeah. like? Did you ever talk to him? I, did you did you end up growing down with him at the bar or something after? Or? Uh, a little bit. They showed up a little later, but yeah. um, you know, him and his uh, uh his mafia crew were <laughs> there or whatever, just hanging out. Um, he, he does have a bit of know, a, had, yeah. He like yeah, yeah. My question is okay, so. so 
like you brought a mechanic, right? And and, and yeah. everybody brought a, a everybody brought a mechanic. Hanny brought a mechanic and then like two other dudes. Do the other dudes <laughs> pay for the who pays for those other dudes? I don't know if Hanny paid for their flights over there or what. There's no like, way. One of I I know for a fact one of them was a man friend just taking pictures. The other one was a mechanic and then the other one, the older guy, I think he's a suspension guy, but Hanny wasn't even really trying enough to even <laughs> That's have what him I there. mean. It was like yeah. this is an Anaheim here. Hanny's out there he, doing some whips and <laughs> doing whatever. Nah, he he didn't care. I mean, I, he got food poisoning one night cuz I get 2:30 in the morning, he woke up and walked across the street and got a ham sandwich from the Shell station there? Yeah. Yeah, from the Shell station, and then he's then he ended up two hours later, been puking all night, shitting himself all night, and then he's wondering why. Well, obviously he ate some crappy food, dude. You, wait, you know? we got a ham sandwich from a Shell station in Bulgaria, bro. Ah, it's funny, but I didn't I didn't know him and uh, Brayton were friends back in the day. You know, like they actually hung out quite a bit and talk about polar opposites. Right, I didn't oh, know that I, either. I, it, it was funny listening to those guys talk about you know old stories and stuff. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't and, uh, know that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I didn't know that either back. Uh, and Hanny, Hanny says uh, JB owes him his whole motocross career. If it wasn't for Hanny, JB would have none. <laughs> getting getting, <laughs> getting him on uh, Mo, uh, Moto World. <laughs> really? Getting him on Moto World? Uh, yeah, that was it, what it was? Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's like, he's just like, yeah, I'm the one that got JB his ride and, you know, this and that. And, uh, you know, like how he talks and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. It's <laughs> just like he goes... He goes, it's, it's like, it's kind of bullshit, you know? I mean, now the dude can smoke me on a dirt bike, and if it wasn't for me, like, he would, uh, you know, he, he wouldn't even be here. Like, uh, you know, I'm the one that put him in touch with Paul Lindsay and stuff, and I was just like, holy crap, you know? He said, he said to I me. Guess, I guess it was true. He said know? to me, he's like, Mathis, how old do you think I am? I'm like, ah, 29, 28, 29. He's like, I'm 31 with a kid, bro. I got to make money. <laughs> Holy, is he 31? That's yeah, what he said. JB's age. Right, wow. 31. Easy. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, laughing. at least, yeah. Yeah, Handy's come around, though. He's uh, he's kind of he's kind of the same, but definitely different yeah, you know, I, than I he was. So. I just wondered, like, how yeah. those other dudes get there? Who pays for those other dudes? That's what I'm wondering. I have no yeah. idea, but I, they, they had their own rooms and stuff, but... I don't. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> I have no idea. Honestly, it yeah. doesn't make sense. Hey, uh, how many times did you have chicken and French fries last weekend? Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's either chicken and French fries or pasta. Right. I mean, each one probably four times. So, <laughs> I know. Me too. You know, it's that a, and pizza. But one thing about Europe. It. One thing about Europe. You gotta. You gotta. Uh, you gotta stick to the basics because you don't know what you're getting. You know, so I, I know, but the portion sizes were so small. Like I had to always order two entrees because I was starving. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I don't understand the whole point with that. Well, you know, we, at least in America, you leave in your stuff. Yeah, there, but, I was still, I was even more hungry. I don't know if you've noticed, but America has a lot of obese people, so that could yeah, be a, that, that could is, be an that, issue. <laughs> that is that is true. Oh, in Bulgaria, there really wasn't that many. So no. kind of like yeah, um, I, I can kind of see why, but the. So the after party, we go to this bar. Um, it's all set up. I wasn't going to go. I'm glad I went. I was not going to go. I was tired. I had to Why? Do a, I had to do a race report, and I was tired, and there was the NFL games were kicking off, so I thought I would listen to that. And, and uh, Who cares? But I went. You know, I went. I'm glad. But it was a little bar. We had our own area. Like, for a while, all the drinks were free, and then at some point, they weren't. But um, I know. The, the one thing I remember was there were shots of Jaeger going around. And I did one. You did a lot. And then eventually, at some point, I look over, and these Germans are going, you are not filthy Phil. You are pussy Phil. 
You are pussy Phil, and they start chanting pussy Phil over and over. Were you not doing the shots? What happened? Yeah, I, I, I was over it. I, well, this is what happened. So the week before we even went to Bulgaria, my buddies from Jersey came down, and uh, they get, you know, my buddies are between 40 and 50 years old. So they got away from their wife, their kids. They mm-hmm. want to come down, have a good time, drink some beer. Well, ends up we ended up doing some shots of Jaeger down here in South Carolina, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was a little bit rough, but. So then when I seen the Germans having, uh, they've actually got a bottle of Jaeger. Yeah, the whole thing, right. Yeah. Way. Because I was telling you guys prior to the weekend, like, I'm never drinking Jaeger again. <laughs> well, um, no joke, 24 hours later, I'm getting conned into doing I, I only had two or three, no, two and a half shots of Jaeger. Right. So I actually did okay. But then I had, obviously, a Corona and stuff. But, yeah. Um, so I was, I was okay, but... Yeah, they were calling me. Yeah, Pussy Nicoletti or Pussy, pussy Phil. Pussy because, Phil, um, and then the, the, the yeah. one, the German Phil that was next to us, pitted next to us. He said, "I am the filthy Phil." Yeah, <laughs> in his accent. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, the Americans might have won the the Supercross race, but the oh. definitely won the after party without a doubt. And there was a Belgian guy in there too. He was also in a I, ringleader, right? Whatever he's. I don't know. He's, yeah. To me, he's German, whatever. But, yeah, those guys are absolute savages. They, I, they went through three bottles of Jaeger. Oh, they were. Three. At some point, the girl says, okay, you have to pay now from now on, the drinking, the booze. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. yeah, I just can exactly. imagine what, what that bill would have been. So, oh, and then no, one guy, so terrible. one guy comes up to you, and we were just, I think we were all calm, just kind of hanging out. And he goes, I want your hat. And you're like, no, I, I, don't, I need this hat. I don't have that many or whatever. You got a JGR hat on. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I want to say that you and I were the only ones that were still wearing the same clothes from the races. Everybody else. No, I wasn't. We weren't. Okay. Only no, I I showered. I put on uh-huh. uh, not my hoodie. No, yeah, my hoodie was the only thing I wore. I put jeans on the whole night. I had a uh-huh. shirt. I was looking fresh. Because and, and yeah. Anton from Transworld had a scarf, and he looked like he was straight out of like ever. I was doing my race report, and then I'm like, I got to go downstairs and leave. Like I didn't have time to do. I didn't shower or anything. I just went down on my. Yeah. Sh- Cargo's in my T-shirt. So yeah, it didn't matter. There was nobody there to impress anyway. So know? the guy says, "I want, but, uh, I want your hat," and you say, "No." And then later yep. on, I look over, and there's the dude's got your hat on. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He came up. He's just like he goes, "Hey." He goes, "What?" In his you know German yeah. English accent, you know, "What are the chances of uh, getting your hat?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, let me think about it." And he's already kind of you know, half wasted, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And uh sick like, I go to the bathroom and I'll think about that's it and right, I'll come that's back. Right, and I was just right. like I was like, okay, well he came back and he asked me again, I'm like, ah I just said, Give me a little bit and I'll think about it. Well um two and a half shots later I'm just like, Man, this sucks. I can't do this Jaeger crap anymore. I go, they're gonna these guys are gonna kill me. Well, uh <laughs> this guy the guy came back up, he goes he goes, ah, I make deal and I was just like, like what do you mean? He goes he goes, You give me hat, he goes, I'll do all your Jaeger shots and I was just like, Deal. I took my hat off and I put it right on his head. You couldn't right have taken it off that you could have taken oh, off yeah. any faster. Oh no! I mean, I, I was, I probably would have paid him to take the hat, you know. And then, no joke, two minutes later, they came over to me to give me a shot of Jaeger, and he just took, he took the shot, pounded it, and then he took the whole bottle of Jaeger and chugged half a bottle. And I was just like, no freaking way! I couldn't believe it. And he was up when we left to go to the airport. He was up at three fifty down there waiting for the shuttle. He was not in good like shape, him. though. He was not in good shape. No, no, he was he was stumbling around. It was bad. He was almost like a zombie. 
Um, yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, that was a that was a good investment on my part. Oh yeah, got got you out of all the, been, doing all that for uh, sure. It, it was te- it was terrible. I honestly, I would have died. And they were all trying uh, to buy Barsha or Barsha Braden shots, and and Justin just would not have it. Just like no, no, no. But he he did he did give in though. Oh, he did. He gave in to two. Oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't two, see uh, that. Okay. Yeah, two. Uh, I think he gave in the two vodka shots or something. It Dude. was clear whether it was vodka or not. They but, just uh, wore yeah, you yeah, down. Yeah. These Germans just wore us all down. Uh, I know, I know. I just, <laughs> because I don't do shots anymore either. Like I just don't. I'm old. I don't want to do them. And I, yeah. I couldn't. I finally, I'm like, fine. Just leave me alone. The Germans go but, away. Dude, they, they honestly, they bug you until you just, you just give in. Like I've, I've never been hassled that bad in my entire life, and I'm, I'm pretty good with the peer pressure but yeah yeah it was oh god it was, it was gnarly now Co- it now, was uh yeah that was a good time now Corey's gonna try to find you for for not having a hat oh <laughs> uh, no i already <laughs> no because i was talking to j-bone this morning i go yeah i kind of gave my hat away uh he goes yeah i heard and then he goes i would have done the same thing too under that situation oh, he, like, did oh, I, good how did he hear did i tweet that no 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 okay no. all think, right um Spencer, Spencer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Nick told him, which it, right. That's fine. You know, it's not that big of a deal, but no, yeah, no. it's pretty, <laughs> um, pretty funny. Also, too, uh, um, I've, I again, I've been to a ton of these races, and I know some of these racers that have jobs and local guys. Like having seen you guys, people they look in magazines at, people they see uh, on TV. Um, you guys are a big deal to these guys. A lot of them aren't, you know, top level racers. They're just fans with jobs and and, and they race, you know, and they're decent riders or mm-hmm. whatever. But I've never yep. seen the guys this weekend. They all were getting you guys, the Americans, to sign their jerseys, asking for things. It was nuts. It was. They were so. They were so stoked. You guys were there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually kind of cool because actually all the guys were were awesome. Like the, the whole the whole group of them. It was. Uh, it really was a good time. And well, except for um, except for Weston yelling at one of them, it was all good. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But uh, yeah, they're asking for. Sign, you know, have a sign of number plates, jerseys, jerseys. You know, <laughs> even some goggles with some tear offs. Oh, you like, you gave got, you gave German Phil goggles with tear offs. Yeah, he was pumped. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did give German Phil goggles with uh with a couple extra tear offs and stuff because he was running like some ratted out hundred percent, and then I don't even know he had some type of German pair of goggles, and I was just like, here, I go, as long as you buy Scott goggles from now on, I'll start you with Scott. But right, then you got to keep it going he goes deal deal this is awesome blah 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 so he's he was pretty stoked with it and like he's gonna he's now gonna wear those for the next five years like those will be his regular day-to-day goggles (laughs) (laughs) now he's yeah now he's got practice and a race set for next weekend so it uh yeah but they was good it was it was fun yeah they were keen yeah they they were keen beans on the sport and you know they uh they knew a lot about it and and somehow some of them knew you which is kind of (laughs) <laughs> kind of weird, but um, that's right. The guy was, said Pulp uh, MX, and you were like, "This yeah, is the worst." Exactly. You said, "This is the worst media guy in the sport," and they looked at you like, "All oh, weird." Like, why are you hanging out with them? They don't really know. The you. fact that of all all the tight ty- all the media people that could have went, they chose you to go, which is blows my mind. It's not <laughs> like you ever have anything good to say, you know? Hey, I was no. feeling really, uh, I was feeling um, bad because Anton was really taking it seriously. He was really working. Like it was. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And you, all you cared about is Starbucks. Where's it, let's go to Starbucks. Oh, I need Starbucks. That was the you greatest know, thing ever. That. And, that was the greatest uh, thing ever. Yeah. What about the guy ditching us? He oh yeah. 
Yeah. Are you there? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. No, the there. guy takes yeah, us to Starbucks, which is awesome. I couldn't believe it. And then yeah. we all have our bags in there. And I was seriously, I was so close to leaving my backpack in there. And I said to him, you wait? No and he way. goes, yes, yes. You wait? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we all go upstairs to Starbucks. We get Starbucks. We come out. He's gone. Just gone. Gone. It's just, <laughs> yeah, good thing, uh, good thing Nick had that. Um, right? That, that phone so we could call the guy come pick us up again so that was, uh yeah that was kind of a dick move i don't know what the heck that was about but i mean he seemed uh, to understand yeah. like you wait yeah and he seemed to understand that um i don't know but our shuttle 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 drivers were uh i don't know they're a bit funky at times i don't know what their deal was well um we got yeah. back from the bar did you leave when i did i don't remember i think i, th- I think yeah 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 I'd le- i think yeah i left when you left three i think it was three Two thirty? No, it wasn't three. It was like uh, twelve thirty, one o'clock. No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, we didn't leave at three because we left it for the airport. At th- like we were down in the lobby at three fifty. We were we were only out for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Okay. So the lobby, the the shuttle was leaving at four, and yeah, I want to say I thought we were only yeah. I thought we had an hour. That's about it. An hour and a half. Did we have more than that? I I, I, I slept for an hour and a half. Like yeah, I went okay. to bed at. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was probably one o'clock. We got back. Yeah, you know, I fell asleep at one thirty. Got up at I don't know, three thirty. So, and then um, yeah, maybe two hours. This that morning, yesterday morning, it's freezing cold, and we're all piled in the van. And the guy keeps getting in and out of the van, and we're like, "Dude, we're good. Let's oh. go." I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna lose it on him, Phil. Oh my god! And like, he's just an old guy too. You yeah. Know? Like I've always been taught to treat your elders with respect, but oh my god. I don't know what he was doing. Like, the van was full. Van was full. Everyone was in there waiting to go to the airport, and he just wouldn't leave. And the yeah, Germans are yeah. drunk, and they're trying to figure things out. But you know, they're they're yeah. wobbling around. And, they had and, no idea. Then we and then the window was open. My window was open. I couldn't close it. <laughs> it wasn't me. You're the one that was whining the whole time. It wasn't even me. No, you know? when the guy I was wasn't just trying to get us out of there. Yeah, when the guy wasn't leaving, you were le- you were kind of losing it. You were like, "Let's just go." Let's go, yeah. Terminal Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I had that all figured out. I know. I had it dialed. It wasn't for you know. You guys didn't do anything to help. I, I didn't know what was going but, on. I thought we were just going to be stuck there forever. Yeah, no. It was uh, either way. It was, it was still a good weekend. I mean, obviously, you blew things way out of proportion at times, but it still was. <laughs> it was okay. Like I, I had a blast don't get, hanging out with everybody. Don't get mad because yeah. you lost it on Mike Brown. Dude, I know that's terrible. Even even JB said that's going to last uh, the whole rest of my career and never be let down again. Oh, probably. You know? I mean, but Brownie's awesome. He he is awesome. He is a, he really is a good guy. So oh. and, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a fun weekend. So I can't. Yep. You know, hopefully, I can go back again next year and do the same thing. I don't know. I was hoping to maybe get to go do uh, Will as well, but I dropped I some hints. I, I tried. I tried some dropping some hints. Yeah. It, uh... Yeah, yeah. But uh, Eric was just like, "Oh, this depends if a rider's hurt or this and that." I was just cool. That's the story of my life, you know. <laughs> so, do you think wait that for somebody else to get hurt for me to ride? <laughs> the attendance. The attendance wasn't great. Do you think they'll have a uh, another one? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, the guy um, Nikki was saying. Um, who put the whole thing on uh, like they weren't able to publicize the event um because of uh tv rights that they may have on certain or super cost, yeah yeah like that yeah so they couldn't use any proper um to show people you know, what it was yeah, you know, yeah. yeah yeah exactly so they obviously you've seen the whole tv crew that they had there uh this past weekend so they can use that for next year and stuff like that so um yeah i think they had 
6,000 combined both nights, Nikki said. Yeah. Which that even seems like a lot. I don't, I don't know if there was really that many 6,000. Hey, and there were some guys at the after party that were trying hard with some Bulgarian chicks. Trying. All the boys were like, oh, and yeah, oh, and fifty. It was yeah, tough. They, they 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 couldn't pull anything. It was tough it was, for everybody. Yeah, no one, no yeah. one. You know, obviously, uh, I'm married, and and you have a steady chick, so we were good. And Brayton, mm-hmm. and I did not see Brayton trying to mack on any girls either. By the oh, way, no, for no, the record, no, no, uh-huh. no. no but, uh, yeah, the the only one that I think uh, even uh, did pretty good over there for himself was. Um, uh, brains mechanic uh, Duff, yeah, or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. Is it Duff? I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Duff. He, uh, yeah, he, he. That guy was not scared. <laughs> yeah, he even walked up to that ch- uh, that, that the, the table of hot that, chicks. Uh, I know hot chicks. I know. Like I gave him credit, and he doesn't care at all. Like, no. He went for it. Yeah, so. impressive, right? Impressive. Yeah, I've been out of game. I've been out of game too long, so I can't. Um, you know, is what it is. Well, good times this weekend for sure. You, uh, you're all signed up for JGR again. You fill in, fill in for Supercross and uh, all of the twelve rounds of the Outdoor Series. So much like your deal before, you'll be wearing moose yep. gear again, and your helmet choice is up in the air. Scott Goggles is on the team now, so everything's close yep. to you for the same kind of deal as you had the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, we're still uh, still waiting on some things. Um, there still might be another opportunity for something. So, um, but yeah, right, as of right now, like whoa, whoa, wait, be, your JGR thing's not done. It's um, it it, it is done. Okay, or what okay. I'm going to do, you know, for the same deal, but it could possibly be more. Whoa, um, I did not know this. Okay, I didn't know this. You didn't tell yeah. me this this weekend. No, well, I'm, okay. I'm I'm really I'm not supposed to say anything, so I don't know if it doesn't go. Like as of right now, I'm still doing the same thing as last year, okay. so I'm, right. which um, I'm happy with. Yeah, obviously I want to race Supercross and stuff, but um, it it is what it is. I'm just happy to be with the same good well, group of guys for the third year and stuff. So if you need a mechanic, if Spencer's busy, I'm around. I can make numbers as as we saw with uh, Brownie. So. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna need one. Mister Spence is ditching me, so it's kind of right. If you, yeah, he's actually he's got his real job to do, and I'd be my wrench. So yeah, if you need some numbers uh, made, I'm your guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, did you tell that? Yeah, what about you putting Brownie's numbers on backwards? <laughs> I don't think I did, but yeah, been... you tried to escape this podcast. What? Well, not mentioning that, but I, that was a novice move. Dude. What? What? Okay, I only did two out of the three plates. I made all three yeah. numbers, but I only put two or three on. So I don't know if well, it was me someone, or not. Someone put the someone. It was definitely you. You're to blame because you're the one that should have executed the job. See, no, a normal mechanic wouldn't do that. They would take full responsibility because the bike and that. So job you're saying that one of the threes, one of the threes, was put on a side panel as an E, <laughs> not, yep, not yep. as a and three. I'm, <laughs> and I'm and I'm down there for the first moto, and I'm just like looking at Brownie's bike, and I'm thinking like, man, am I screwed up or what? And I was just like, Mr. Spence, I go, is that? <laughs> Is that three backwards? He goes, yep, that is definitely an E. And I was just, wow. Leave it to Matt. That was me, ladies and gentlemen. I think if it was me, if it was me, I remember I, I, lean, I was leaning over the seat when I put it, like I yeah. put one side panel. Oh, yeah. See, now you, now it's coming back to you. Now you know. You were leaning over the seat upside down and you put it on backwards. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's yeah. me. Yeah, that's, that's mechanic of the, mechanic of the, of the year, right? Here. Uh, that's funny. No, that's 
Yeah, it's good stuff. That'll live with you forever now. Yeah, so, all right, all right, filthy. Well, well uh, I had a good time. Yeah, thanks for describing everything as we kind of talked about and uh, and going through the, the the events of the weekend. It was fun. Uh, I've always said yeah. the, the funnest part of these races is just the hanging out in between and all the shit talking and all the uh, all the fun we have. You know. Oh, after yeah. the races oh, yeah, and everything else sure. it's always it's always good uh thanks for doing the btosports.com racer x podcast and uh, we'll see you soon bud thank you thank you see ya see ya this has been the btosports.com podcast show presented by fox racing don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take the money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. And, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pitch and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 500 more great motocross podcasts. The days and the months and the years.